0: Welcome to Layover Talks, the company culture podcast showcasing Butcher Shop's greatest asset, its people, from San Francisco to Guadalajara to Vienna. We share honest conversations to offer insights to companies and professionals on how they might grow and transform their own workplace culture. As episodes are recorded organically, as we come together in our different locales, expect a variety of voices and hosts to be heard. Please enjoy.
1: So I'm going to introduce our guests. Today. And first of all, we got Veda Ortiz. Veda, how are you doing?
0: I'm good. <laughs> Can
1: Thanks. you tell us a bit about yourself, please?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm a designer and photographer with Butcher Shop, and I work out of San Francisco, California.
1: Cool. What kind of design do you do?
0: Brand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Were you not ready for that?
0: <laughs> no, all no, right. caught me off guard. Sorry. Oh,
1: that's cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. The new podcast. Chandler Osland. Osland. Yeah, Oz. Yeah, like, Osland. The wizard. Yeah, is, is, is it bad if I say Osland?
2: I don't, like, prefer it. All right. <laughs> it's just slightly wrong. Just, like, slightly wrong. It's just, yeah. like, a little off. Uh.
1: Yeah. Oh, how are you doing? What, what Can you introduce yourself, please?
2: Yeah, I'm Chandler. Uh, I am a designer at Butcher Shop, and I also live in San Francisco, California.
1: Cool. Is it cool there?
2: It's actually quite cold, yes. Yeah. Does it get colder? Uh actually summer is the coldest, pretty much.
1: No way. Yeah, way. that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, the United States, everybody. <laughs> um.
3: <laughs> so they're joining us. Before? They're
1: actually dropping by from San Francisco right now. And they're joining us in the office. And I'm very glad to have them here. And from the home team, we got Memo Gonzalez or Just Memo.
4: We agree it's gonna be just Memo.
1: Just Memo. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Do you want to keep your identity secret for the podcast? I would like to. You would like to keep it secret? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Can you introduce yourself, like, even a a little bit?
4: Sure. I mean, my name is Memo. I'm a designer here at Guadalajara.
1: Cool. Cool. Yeah. Tight. Thank you. (laughs) Um, You're welcome. And uh, last but not least, we got Denise Alvitres.
5: Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Uh, Well, I'm Denise. Um, No last name, just Denise. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no last name. I'm a UI Too UX designer in I living Guadalajara. Like Prince. Yeah, like Madonna also.
1: Like Madonna. Yeah. Yeah, just one name. Zendaya. Oh, cool. <laughs>
5: Zendaya also, yeah.
1: Well, thank you. Uh, For the younger old... re-
5: generations.
1: Mm. Yeah.
5: <laughs> the, yeah. For the youth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome all of you to the podcast. I already said that a bunch of times, but welcome all of you to the podcast. So, we're going to talk about kind of how you got to know each other, how you're getting to know each other now, and what does it mean to actually put two and two together as far as teamwork with someone from another country goes. Uh, and also, like, not in the just people are outsourcing for this company kind of way, but in the way that we're actually part of the same team and we were kind of uh, brought together by a merger, which I assume has happened before at some point in humanity's humanities history, but <laughs> it's happening to us right now. So that's what's going be. on. So when did you guys first meet uh, as a design team? Did you get to work together at any point before actually like meeting face-to-face?
2: I'll go first. Um, I worked with the Maniacs on Nike when we were initially launching that project. But way back when? Way back when, yeah. Mm. Um, I've been doing it for a long time. Oh, I see. Yeah. The design and then thing. also I worked with uh, Kevin on ShapeTX, and he, I think, just gave me for the onslaught I put him through on that yeah. um but then a memo here uh him and I worked together before we met each other in person when we were working on Bitney Bowes. oh yeah how, how was that it was really cool and it was like the first time I was working with the Maniac crew post Merger and so you know I think there were some it was like a little awkward at first I think for all of us like I wanted to make sure everyone felt like like this was you're just a teammate now. Yeah. It's not like yeah. you're a contractor or something else. Like we're like, we're actually partners now. And so mm-hmm. let's, let's enjoy it. And so, uh, yeah, it was awkward at first, but now ships are sailing smoothly.
4: Wait, do you feel the, sh- the, the same? Yeah. Memory? First was like super awkward, mm-hmm. but I mean, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just because, yeah, yeah. Not I mean, a me-
1: like you, you can, you can lean back. Just okay. A cool. meter I mean, back. You know what I mean? <laughs>
4: It was like super awkward at first, but I think now we're getting like along. I'd
1: like to think so. Can you describe a little bit how how it was awkward? Was it just meeting someone I mean new it's awkward? not
4: awkward, but I mean we don't have enough confidence to say, I mean okay, like yeah. say like, okay, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Would you mind like changing uh. this? yeah so, is,
5: uh, or, yeah, or, and I think or, one of the reasons was because uh before the merge, uh we still butchersho u s as a client. So it was uh, a transition to see them now as partners and not as a client. Yeah. So we had to improve a lot of the communication between us. So I think that's one of the things that um, we had to work on.
1: Do you feel like when you have confidence with someone else is when you can tell them they're wrong? Yeah.
5: Yes. Or Or just like
1: give them a, like if you have an idea
2: on it, like that's, we like before merging, like our process was always like, it doesn't matter where the idea comes from as long as it's, the best idea in the room mm. and so i think there was like a little bit of like y'all getting used to that like where yeah. i don't think we've all ever been precious about it but it's like there was that moment of like we didn't want to step on your toes either like i know mm. nothing about fuck, or i know something about ux <laughs> but like i don't like know enough to be like ah, i think the button should be on the right like yeah and so being able to like have those conversations now and be comfortable and also just ask questions just be like mm-hmm. okay why just like a yeah. blatant like no nothing after that just why why this yeah
3: mm-hmm.
2: and i think like that's been like one of like the markers of like okay we're starting to get more comfortable like we're challenging each other and like that's just making the best work like that's what we need to do right. It's just like consistently kind of like ask why and say like maybe this
1: would be better if we did this yeah i think there's the interesting subject there which is you didn't you're not in the same branch of design mm-hmm. right yeah. so some of you do branding for example, I, I know Denise has done branding before. Yes. So you m- might have more of a language for the two things. But mm-hmm. how, how different is what you need to talk about when discussing changes to either branch of what we're working on? Like, is that a thing? Is, is that an understandable question, though?
5: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand it. For example, I've worked with Beta before. Mm-hmm. We work in the x project and Beta did the branding and I was on the UI UX team. So for us was translating the branding that Beta did into Mm. our our website. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. just, um, so I had to, you know, I I knew all the assets from both sides. Uh So Mm -hmm. it was just, okay, I didn't do this branding and I need to actually, you know, just translating it the best way that it's still on the branding side, even though the branding designer didn't do the assets for web. Yeah. So it's that collaboration, but I think it was a little bit of an advantage for me to be able to, well, to do the both sides. Well, not to do it on that project, but I've done branding, this, uh, branding design before. So I understood what assets should we change and which one should we keep into the website.
1: Right. How did you feel about like that kind of work?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't have like I don't have the both sides experience. I don't have like a lot of web experience under my belt. So it was a lot of like me just kind of letting the web team do what they do because they're the experts in it. And I mean, I think I think like that was I mean, it worked out really well for the final product, but it was also strange for me because as like the one who made the brand, I wasn't sure where like my feedback should be coming from or like how it should be delivered we hadn't merged at that point, yeah, so it no. was also still, like, a vendor-partner uh, relationship rather than, like, a, a teammate yeah. or crewmate relationship. Yeah. But, I mean, like, the work that they did on web ended up influencing, like, the final output of design, too. Like, things changed on the de- on the brand side after the web was finished. So it was, like, definitely a give and take, I think, but it was yeah. just a big learning experience trying to figure out, like, how we work together in that moment. Right. Yeah. On,
1: on that note, how... how how is the relationship different between a client and what is it, a service provider and a, a teammate? Like, what what changes are there? Anyone can participate on this. Are you saying like
2: what's the difference between the three of them or the two of
1: them? No, like the the feelings of when you were guys were our client, right? Yeah. So, for example, Veda made some the branding decisions, and then that was kind of trickled or, or sent down to. UI UX and and then the communication was up and down right yeah so is it now more horizontal is it more like a working together at the same time kind of thing yeah and I think it's also
2: really interesting like our Veda can speak to this as well like our design teams we're not used to working with another designer like we've been doing kind of the whole project through and through for a while now so viewing it the difference between like a contractor and then an actual teammate I think there's like part of it is and this is going to sound a little shitty but it's like, there's a human aspect to it. It's like, I know you now, like we've, we've we've drank together. Like I know exactly who you are. I know what you like, what you dislike. And you become like that. You care so much more about that person now. And so I think like you can also like have resentment toward contractors. Like if things don't get, if I don't send something on time, or if like a deadline gets pushed back and then we have to go tell the client, like those things like can cause like little rifts. And I think, now knowing everyone and like all of that, I think it has expanded how I view I mean, obviously everyone here and like has made me a lot more considerate of like even the contractors we're working with like seeing kind of like how our contractors have now folded into our team. So I'm not I'm not a shitty person, I swear, but I'm just like
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I,
1: I think that's an interesting thing to talk about. Like it it will feel shitty, but that's a question I wanted to to, to ask the group. Like, is meeting face to face necessary for these kinds of teams? Yeah, yes, I definitely. yeah, I think so. And how do you feel like a team that has not met face-to-face will like deal with working for a year together, for example? Like what would have happened if you hadn't met ever? Like some of you lived in China or whatever, and it wasn't like financially viable to get us all in the same place. How would we have bridged that gap? Or would the, brad, the, the gap not have been bridged? <laughs> That's the question. Uh, who wants to have an opinion about that?
5: Well, I think um, the communication is way smoother right now because, yeah. for example, if I, I don't know, have any doubt in any project, I can easily just contact them and say, like, do you have time for a quick call? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that would give me a lot of, like, I don't know, doubts or anxiety. Uh, if I hadn't met them before in person, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have that, com- that confidence in that. So I think definitely it has uh, made our communication better because even before meeting all of them in person yeah it was like I don't know if I should talk to them or maybe interact in the Mm -hmm. channel on Slack Mm -hmm. that also I was not not sure about it because we didn't exactly felt like a team it took for us to meet each other in person
0: yeah and I mean like I started working with Memo on resident before we met in person and I feel like our relationship or at least from my perspective, like my relationship with Memo is significantly different after meeting him in person. Like I feel a lot more confident talking to you and like I feel less awkward and weird about it just because like I feel like getting out from behind the screen just again is another moment of humanizing people Mm -hmm. and like seeing them as a real person and not just like a little window on a screen and it just makes it easier to communicate, I think, for me.
1: Okay, and and going back to the question, do you feel like if that hadn't happened, you would have to like jump that hurdle on your own. Like,
0: I think it would just take longer no. to get to a place. I don't think place. you actually can
2: ever do it. I think, It'll, like, you can get better, but I don't think you can ever actually bridge the gap yeah. between, like, physical experience and, like, mm. being able to go hang out with someone. And, like, yes, time will, like, help make that relationship better. And, like, mm. you'll get to know that person more and more, but it doesn't replace. It'll be different. Like, exactly. Yeah.
5: yeah. Just, you would yeah. also have to have a project with them because, because, for example, for me, I have a project that I only work with four people and they're all from Mexico and I've been on the prairie for months. So I don't have communication with the crew from the U.S. So it's been mainly social for me. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't have that if we hadn't met in person.
0: And -hmm. I feel like that's true for like just anyone, not like a U.S.-Mexico divide, but like even like we've got crew in Chicago or New York and it's just it's equally difficult to interact with them on a human level. Only knowing them through screen, like meeting them in person, changes the relationship.
2: And I think that's why Lecrum was so important.
5: Yeah. Um,
0: yes.
2: And us meeting, not only the Chicago team, the New York team, Mexico team, like it was so like eye opening for me because I mean I had been here when <clears throat> we were like twenty eight people and everyone was in San Francisco and like <laughs> there was a feeling of like it being so tight knit then, and then you know we went remote and we started there was a feeling that we were losing it a little bit but i don't think we necessarily like lost it it, during that time it was more like we didn't have that face-to-face interaction so it felt Mm -hmm. like the culture wasn't there but it Mm -hmm. still was and the second we got to the second we got to mexico yeah it was like a whole fucking new world it was like back better than ever bigger than ever 80 (laughs) people now 90 people (laughs) now it was it was
1: awesome how do you feel like does okay what does it take for that to become uh, a friendship is it just how much time you spend with someone else or is it more like being akin to like what they like and stuff so we come from like full remote to like we saw each other for three days Mm -hmm. and now the relationship is a hundred percent better right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so now that we are probably not coming back to being face to face every day do you think you could have a friendship with people that you met for just three days based on remote interaction
3: yeah
0: I think so I mean I think yeah. I do have friends mm-hmm. from the Mexican team that I didn't have before that mm-hmm. I communicate with almost daily now so it's like I think it is possible I think it's a thing
1: what do you think that took was it just like liking the same things or was it more like a spending like time being in the same vibe took a even lot of though, alcohol a lot, a lot of alcohol a lot of alcohol definitely a spending time together <laughs>
3: yes
1: have I said social Equals. lubricant yet on the podcast <No>. <laughs> no, no, no. That's exactly good. what I took time, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so getting drunk together is that? What, what would you What would you say to people that have remote teams, and they come like to the four of you, and they go, and they go like Veda, Chandler, Memo, and Denise? I have a question. How, How can I make the people in, in my company get along better? They're all remote. What would you say? I
5: have no idea. I don't know. Host a party. Host a yeah. party. Host a party. Definitely I mean, talk like in after a hours. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Yeah, Pretty Yeah,
5: hard. I don't know. But uh, for me, it felt, uh, I don't know, it's quite good to see this in person because at the beginning of the marriage, we were actually like, wondering in the Mexican team, are they as excited as us? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I, I, I don't know how they we see were. it. So when we got together all in, in Vallarta, like we were all talking to each other, like we met each other from years before. So we were all that open to just know everyone. Yeah. So I really don't know what's the magic uh, on that or if there's a process or anything. It's just, we were all excited because we've seen each other's work and we know like there's talented people in both themes and there's very cool people in both themes. So yeah, just hire amazing people and they will be <laughs> eager to meet each other and to be a whole team.
0: And I mean, I feel like, I feel like if you're never going to meet in person, it's just like a lot more of a commitment to mm-hmm. like forcing that kind of engagement of like having one on ones and talking, like pretending like you're going for coffee or drinks and like having the one on one and being really deliberate and like determined to form that relationship. Cause like if no, if one person on one of the sides is not dedicated to like making more of a relationship, it's just not going to happen.
2: All right. I, th- I think it's kind of like a a relationship, like you're dating someone, Right. And if you date someone for, like, two years, right, and then you, like, go long distance for two years, it's a lot easier to maintain that relationship and you're, like, closer because you've spent that time together right. mm-hmm. versus yeah. meeting someone fully virtually and only doing that. Like, that sounds miserable. <laughs> 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 no offense
1: to anybody who is in a only relationship. That. Fully <laughs> relationship. No, like, that's right. a good
5: metaphor. Like, it's exactly like, like that that now that we have that base that we all met each other and then we know it's going to happen again. It's going to be another La Creme. So we're all looking forward for that.
1: How do you feel before we all met each other at La Creme about, for example, meeting a lot of new people, maybe? You know, like, like just was it daunting? Did it feel exciting? What was each of you's feelings?
0: A lot of stress. A lot anxiety of anxiety. About <laughs> yeah, that. I Meanwhile, yeah. I I have social anxiety, so like, and, and <laughs> okay, I have cool. social anxiety when I'm meeting one person. But you asked me to meet sixty-seven plus people, like seventies right. plus people, in on one go, and that's a lot for me. So thank God for social lubricant because otherwise I would not <laughs> communicate like with it. anybody. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Denise. Yeah,
5: I think the same happened to me. I also have social anxiety, and I actually, when I was in the cream. At that time, it was too overwhelming for me. It was a lot of people, so I really had to, like, just step a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, I was pretty nervous. But I found out that, you know, like, you didn't have to be with a lot of people at all times. You could just go a little bit and relax and then talk to people. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, same happened to me. I was very nervous,
0: but it all went good. Memo. No stress.
4: Mm, no, I I did have stress. I mean, I was like excited to meet like some of you. I mean, the people that I've worked with.
0: <laughs> some of us. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know how what. To say. I mean, just I just went there with the lowest expectations. Mm. I mean, I mean, if they don't like me, I mean, I think my work would speak for myself. But it would be like a nice thing for mm. them Aww. to like me.
3: Oh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was I was really excited.
2: I was one excited to meet, you know, Daniel, Olivia, Claire, Mm but then like the entire Mexico team. It was like it was exhilarating for me. But I uh, I also came in with low expectations. I didn't know what it was going to be like, Mm -hmm. and so we might all suck. No, no, I know you guys didn't <laughs> suck, but, like, I, so I, like the event sucks. itself, like, I didn't, I didn't know what was going to happen, yeah. I didn't know what this entire experience was going to be like, but it was literally the perfect catalyst, in my opinion, to get everyone to become friends, to know each other, right. even the icebreakers that we had to do, like, felt really natural, yeah. like, yeah. and it made me, like, realize that, oh, shit, we're all kind of alike, yeah. And so I think, like, that's, like, like that first night I realized, like, this is a perfect fucking fit. So from the first <laughs> night, you knew. From the first night, I knew I loved you. <laughs> You're making me
1: blush.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no social work needed. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, so I know some of you might prefer, personally... I'll, I'll put myself into this conversation right now. I prefer to be in an office. I, I've, I've always liked being in an office. i always liked, uh, Remo remembers when, when we were hanging out uh, in the office back before in the pre-pandemic, in the pre panny time. Of course I remember. And now, and I I, I I was the kind of guy, this will surprise you, 100%. But I was the kind of the guy that would greet every single one of the people in the office when I arrived, right? So I was just face-bumping people and I was just oh, like, oh, I'm really? having a good time. What? <laughs> 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 you? Making guns <laughs> finger guns. And then like, hey, man, what's up? And I really liked that. And, and, and for example, transitioning to fully remote work and just being by myself was really hard for me. And it's still really hard for me. I, I don't love it. And the idea of not being with people forever Why is not... It's not cool for me. I love people. I love being face-to-face with people. Like f- this this rhythm of conversation, for example, we wouldn't be able to have it if we were just over Zoom. Like Sometimes you would hear people. Sometimes you wouldn't hear people. Sometimes you would talk over people and they would go like, oh, no, you first. No, you first. And depending on how far away you are from each other, it's the time it's going to take for them to hear you saying you it's first. Like some lag between Yeah, there's a bunch of lag. So I, I feel like I, I like... Uh, in person work, and I feel like it makes it better. How do you guys feel about remote work and and or not? I mean, now work? That and can you that speak we're closer to the microphone, please? <laughs> like yeah. I can, but you're I, out, I don't. Your you're passion. not going to. Okay, you could, <laughs> but you're not going to. Yeah, I mean,
4: <clears throat> now that we work in remote, I mean, I like this mix between like working from home and being in an office because I also am. A, I think I'm a people person, yeah.
5: so. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah. You have to And I
4: mean, so. I was talking this yesterday with Beta. I don't like to be ignored. So I just oh, yeah. send messages in Slack and not even a thumbs up. Come on. Yeah. Not even, come on. Yeah, man. I mean, if we're in person, you cannot ignore me. So yeah. I just <laughs> go to your place what do you think of this. Hey, I, I like, admire that so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but sometimes I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. So, so that's the advantage yeah. of working from home. And I mean, now I get to like work up like a little bit like, later like uh-huh. so yeah. i don't have to like i don't have to like woke up at 7 a.m to just to drive over, s- here. S- drive over here and just yeah. like traffic and all stuff is yeah so i like that mix between the those two things
1: right so it's, it's, for you the ideal scenario would be kind of like what we have right now which is a hybrid so i can come to the office whenever i want but mostly like i'm expected to stay home okay cool let's go with denise
5: yeah well i've been in like both working environments before working at Maniac, I was fully remote in my previous Mm. job. And I was, uh, I stayed there for three years. So it was fully remote. The office that I worked from was in New York City. So I only went there once and it was definitely comfortable, but I didn't have that social interaction and I didn't have like that sentimental feeling about the workplace because it was just my workplace. You know, I didn't have friends there. (laughs) So it was completely just my work and that's it. And I've been in an office before. I don't like being in an office, but I think <laughs> having that middle background and having the option of going to an office if I want to or if the Internet is down in my house, I think I like that. And also, for example, the um, uh, interaction here at Maniac that I don't know, afterwards, you'll, you can always come here and have beers with each other. But I like I've been to the office to work. I don't know. I can count on my hand how many times I've been here <laughs> for work. Uh, it's mainly afterward that I come here. So, yeah, I, I'm i fully on the home office side. I And also because of my social anxiety, mm-hmm. the times that I've had to come here to work from the early morning, I really like I just put my headphones on. And because it's too overwhelming for me having mm-hmm. that much people, even though like there's there's not a lot of people here in the daily. There's like no. probably 10 people here. <laughs> But still, too too much for me. So I think it's good to having both options for either people that are best at home office or people that prefer going to an office. Yeah, I'm way way more
0: productive at home. Like when I come here, I do nothing.
1: <laughs> Veda.
0: Um. Because of my social anxiety, I thought for sure, like, the work from home thing was going to be my vibe. And I think it was for the first couple of months. Yeah. But, like, the longer it's gone on, the more I realize, like, I really enjoy the social interaction around work. And it's, and it's like more of just like the banter in between meetings or like seeing someone at lunch and being able to have a conversation or even like Memo and I were talking about this last night, even just being able to walk up to someone and be like, look at this, yay or nay, you know? And like, instead of like a 20 minute conversation on Slack and trying to schedule a Zoom meeting and like trying to get everyone there, you like, and even, and also just like being able to brainstorm in real life, like post-its and whiteboards and just being able to jam in real life is what I miss the most. And I think Mm. for me being at, at home kind of hinders my creative side. Like, I don't feel like I'm getting my inspiration of like being able to like move through the city or see other people or like go to art shows or whatever and like feed the creative side of me. Like I, that's what I miss, you know, from being in the office. So, I do like the mix. Like, I like being able to go home and like hang out in my own space and like have productive time that's uninterrupted, but also like really crave the like social interaction from the office space.
2: Vita also moved in by herself. Yeah, that was in the middle of the pandemic. So,
1: during the pandemic. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So, it was like six months of like just me. And my dog and like n- the grocery store guy. You right. know, like it was pretty isolating Sorry. there for a while. Right. Probably wasn't the best call, but I mean I think I learned a lot about myself and how I need to work. And the grocery so. guy. And, and the grocery guy, yeah. yeah. We're pretty tight now. Sounds cool. <laughs>
2: Damn. Um, so I'm kind of the opposite of Ada, uh, in the sense that I was like number one, like I want to stay in the office. I was going into the office even like during the height of the pandemic I would just yeah. go in and just like work there because I wanted yeah. to just be there. Even mm-hmm. though um, <laughs> there was like for no one <laughs> Just for the vibes. Like, just really <laughs> mild. <laughs> yeah. like,
4: oh. Sometimes you need like a
2: routine. It reminded, it reminded me of like, like, oh, like we're what in Butcher Shop 3.0 now we're like gearing up for it. Yeah. Like Butcher Shop 2.0 there was like points in time where I'd be like closing down the office and I would just play music super loud yeah. <laughs> like and it was just like like I would open the windows just be like house just yeah. like blaring out and right. I was like I needed that I needed I needed to feel that again I needed so, to yeah. feel something yeah. um, so in the beginning of the pandemic I was struggling like a lot of my creative process relied on things like you know going up to people walking up to them yeah. and saying like yo look at this is this tight or nah and people aren't as articulate over Slack yeah. so, <laughs> wait wait let me just Go let me just
1: make a, a quick break so Veda's phrase is yay or "nay," and <laughs> your is <laughs> "nay" then yay. Is, is, is it okay. tight or not? It's, check this out. Is it tight or not? Tight or not? Okay, cool. Because it's sick or not? Does anybody have any other? You know, how, how do you ask people for feedback? I don't have it. You don't I have don't, it. No.
2: You're like, Everything he makes is great. He but doesn't he ask. No, no, no. Sure right.
4: no, I mean, but, but, what? Why does he seem like real? I mean, sometimes you you need like a different set of eyes. Yeah. Because you like working i mean you've seen like this thing for more than one week right, right so it's like really nice to have a different set of eyes and just someone to pay attention to what you're doing and give it, like an honest opinion
1: yeah
2: sorry i interrupted you but like <laughs> later on through the pandemic i actually started realizing like how much i loved remote work uh, i got like a nice pc yeah i moved into like a place that wasn't uh I moved as well because my old place was a shithole and I never, <laughs> stayed, I never stayed at home. Like I was always out and about. Uh-huh. And so when I was forced to stay in one place right. for a long time, I didn't, I didn't like it anymore. Yeah. So we moved and like accommodations are better. And I was like, you know what? This is kind of nice. Like I can get up whenever I want to, have my mornings, yeah. but also like have the time for myself. But as time's gone on and like we've started to hang out again, holy shit, do I miss it? Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like in both camps. Like I really do think like the hybrid inside, yeah. like like work at home and then work from office, like as you please is a really, really great concept. And I have my friends like bitching right now about one of them has to start going in five days a week, September mm-hmm. 13th. All Some gone. of them have to go in two days a week and they're freaking the fuck out about it. Like yeah. everyone's just having like a lot of anxiety Feelings. about going back yeah. in. Yeah. And it's not even like, it's not even, they're not even anxious about, they're not even anxious about like getting COVID. It's more like they're anxious about now I have to like do that, like that hour in the morning, which is your commute getting ready. It's like, they also like between meetings, um, some of them do sales, right? Yeah. Between meetings and they don't have anything to do. They'll go get groceries. And like, now Mm -hmm. they don't have to do that the back half of their day or they go like get a quick workout. and, And like, they don't have that opportunity anymore. And there's, a fluidity to the lifestyle of work from home mm. that is so fucking great. But yes. I think like having those moments of social interaction in real life is really important. There's something about a Zoom happy hour that just doesn't hit as well.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not the same. For sure. Sure. It's not yeah. the same.
1: No, no. Love and hates, loves and hates about Zoom calls, please. Like, what do you love about remote interaction? What do you hate about remote interaction? Mm,
0: I love that I can disengage entirely. Mute, camera off. <laughs> Am I oh, here? Yeah. Shit, yeah. Technically, yes. The but. Best. So you're,
4: you're one of those people. Oh. I can tell. I can tell. Cool. I
1: have, I have this, I'll do it. I, have this do it. I, I don't camera off often like it's very very I weird. camera off because I emote Ooh. a lot and sometimes I just roll my eyes at stuff yes. and I had to uh. turn it off.
0: which is something about coming back into the office I've got to corral like I've gotten yeah. really lax about like managing my emotions and yeah. so if I'm pissed off at a client like I'm Visibly pissed off. So coming back into the office, I'm like, stop, don't do that.
2: No one saw it, but Vader like balled up her fists and like just just, like
0: "Mm -hmm." "Mm -hmm." (laughs) little hands (laughs) range (laughs) under the table. (laughs) Yeah. Like like the Arthur
1: meme. meme Exactly. Right, right. So that's what that's what you love about it. What do you hate about it?
0: Um, everything else. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, I don't like Zoom meetings. Like I said, I want to be in the room. I want us to be able to banter beforehand and like just in a real way. Yeah, Yeah, not fake Zoom chat.
1: Yeah. Chandler.
2: When I present on Zoom calls, I literally put notes on my screen. And okay. just like it looks oh, like I'm looking at the fucking screen, right? Oh, yeah. But I'm not. I'm nice. looking, <laughs> looking at, at the notes. notes. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. On. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. But they can't see on the <laughs> screen. They can't, they, can't, they can't see. They it. have yeah. no idea. They don't no. Know. Uh, but I mean, what do I hate about them? Uh, I just. they don't They don't replace what they need to. Like, it's really yeah. nice, but it doesn't replace like being in a room, especially like, okay. Client presentations, it's great. I can, like, pretend I'm a little streamer and, like, mm. be like, what's up, chat? Uh, uh-huh.
3: like, <laughs> like, it, like, I feel
2: like, I feel like, it's funny. It, it feels like I'm doing, like, karaoke or something like that where I'm just entertaining. Like, uh-huh. I'm the performer. Yeah, and yeah. I like that part. So, for client presentations, I actually really like it. But for workshops or, like, just quick one-on-one conversations, I think, they, like, drag on and, like, don't get to the point quick enough. Right. So, I have
4: a hard time with those. But, yeah, that's, that's my loves and hates.
1: Yeah. My loves and hates.
4: About, like, happy hours and Zoom No, about Zoom calls yes, in general. Well, if okay. if you want
1: to talk about happy hours, that's so, fine.
4: Zoom calls, okay. <laughs> I hate when people don't turn off their cameras because I'm the only one with their cameras. Yeah. and It's, like, super weird. I feel like I'm being ignored.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've mentioned sorry, that you general. don't like being ignored before.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Why are
1: you ignoring me? Yeah. No,
4: I mean, it's, like, super weird that I'm the only one with the camera on. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like everyone's just like in their beds and just just ignore you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, that's where my mind goes. So that
1: that that pisses you off that people can be
4: in their beds. It while doesn't piss me off. it just like just turn I, your camera. I don't on feel, comfortable. Right. <laughs> I feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable. There's no
0: like body language to respond to. Exactly. You know, yeah. maybe is, is there like, la- an
1: etiquette thing?
4: Like I you, think you, you feel so. like
1: people should like. In my opinion, it is. Okay. It
2: is. I think it's like all on or
4: all off. Yeah. And I think like if someone has their camera on, I have to. Yeah.
1: Okay. Is there a way to tell people to turn the camera on respectfully? Mm.
4: Mm. Just,
5: just say it. I mean, yeah, you yeah, say yeah it. just say it. Can turn
4: you it.
1: can you turn guys your turn camera. your camera on? That's it. Yeah. Do you feel like it, because that's I I that's, see your that's face. the thing about Zoom calls. There's no real like. There's scarcely any um, structure to who's got the the real <laughs> word. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, unless it is like I. Call this meeting into effect. Turn on your cameras. No one says anything because be like, I, it's also like a, a bit like of a, a respect story. thing.
2: Yeah, but that happened to one of my friends. She's a she's a doctor, right. and they like had like a last minute like early morning like eight a.m. meeting, and she would just gotten out of bed. And then the presenter was like super chipper. No, yeah. she was uh, like yeah, everyone yeah. turn on your cameras, <laughs> and everyone's just like in pajamas. <laughs> <dead> <laughs> on the so I think like yeah. I don't know. I I think it should be expected that people turn them on. Yeah. But I think you can, like, drop off. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. Same. I mean, just, just like, like, start, start hello on. Start on, and at and the
4: then middle of the meeting off. just turn it off. And I, 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 turn it I turn it off when I have to speak. Yeah. and mm. I mean, turn it on again when you're saying goodbye.
1: Yeah. I oh, think
2: well, if then. you're a client, you should have it on all the time. That's I have yeah. my client presentations with no cameras on is Horrifying. so yeah. you uh, can't yeah. read
0: the room that's when know? i'm really in twitch stream remote
1: <laughs> yeah
2: i'm just like i hope everybody I'm making you laugh i can't see but yeah but
1: no oh man oh don't even get me started with making people laugh over zoom <laughs> fucking sucks denise before before i rant about what i hate about zoom calls, <laughs> why do you go ahead
5: okay loves i love that when when i'm in a big uh, group of you know, zoom call, i can just write on the chat because mm-hmm. i i hate phone calls and mm. Zoom are like phone calls plus yeah. plus <laughs> plus video so, Yeah, plus videos. So I can just like run in the But and then well, I love that. I hate Okay, yeah. Mexico. There's a lot of street noises. Like yeah. all kinds of street noises. And it had to I've had to actually explain to a client what it was the sweet potato guy? Sweet potato yeah. trucks. <laughs> sweet saying, potato cars. Okay, like yeah. yeah. Like we have there's sweet potato specific sound street sound, for the sweet potato guy that goes like <laughs> in the street just selling sweet potatoes. So, yeah. That's so sick. Yeah. yeah. So there's all kinds of specific street noises and I've had explain that to a client and it was like oh, that's an I ambulance. had to apologize oh, for that <laughs> more than was once it? sorry just a quick no, question like was the
1: client a toddler? A, a toddler you have to say like that's an ambulance no it's that's that a helicopter it was not an ambulance
5: but the client was American <laughs> a, and I they're know. not used to those sounds there right, so was right. the sweet potato guy there's a the pitayas guy there's
3: the red guy there's the guy there's the guy the,
5: the, the it's just <laughs> <there's> the, <pitayas laughs> So specific, yeah. You have to explain that to American people. Yeah. Dogs
1: barking. Oh, that's dogs barking. Alberto. Sorry, <laughs> all right. So, that, that's what you hate. Yeah, I hate. What do I hate? I'm glad you asked.
5: Nobody did. Do do okay, what do, you, what do, you
1: what do hate? I hate? I'm glad you asked. Fucking sometimes you'll tell a joke, and at that precise moment your internet or the other person just decides to freeze, right? Oh, yeah. And you're standing there waiting for a reaction or at least like an acknowledgement that you made a joke <laughs> and it will never come because you didn't hear the joke. So you'll repeat the joke, right? Because that's what human people does. Rox, you can hear me. Yeah, you hear me about that. And the internet will go out again like because it's not fixed yet. Like it's not a stable yet so you'll have to uh, you'll just have to go like no I'm sorry it was a joke I'm not going to tell it again and I'll just feel like shit for the rest of the day. Like I, re- <laughs> I legitimately will feel like shit for the rest of the day. That's why I hate about it. What do I love about it? Nothing. Drops mic.
5: Drops mic. Yeah, nobody can see
1: that. I hate I the, the worst thing Are you gonna, you're going to leave? Dude, what the These aren't fuck. American yeah, just, sized.
5: Yeah. This is what I used to drink in the kindergarten. I
1: I really like, yeah, I really like the concept of kid-sized beer. It totally like tells its own story.
2: I actually have a story about that. Yeah, when I was a little kid, like I was like six, we had like small PBRs, like like this, you know, the small sprites. Oh yeah. And straight up, my mom gave me one. And my dad was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> she was like, they're like, they're tiny. They're cute. And he was like, they're he's cute. fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> like, so he's like, it's not kid size. just a small beer. <laughs> <laughs> You're it's just it a kid size, but now. it's still not for fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> and so he started drinking at 12. Oh, man. <laughs> and that's how that
3: happened.
2: Your dad seems like a cool guy. Oh, he was, yeah. great. You know, he was uh, He's great. Yeah. He's like, but he was just like, dude, what the fuck are you doing?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Irene, Your what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, So cute.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> cute little beer. Well, at least so it beer. wasn't like that. Concerned, sort of a small hotel-sized vodka bottle. Like, well, that would have been way yeah, worse. You know, it's like, that's, oh, that's... but it's small. Yeah, but it's vodka.
2: It's a baby alcoholic. How cute.
1: <laughs> 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 it's less aggressive.
3: <laughs> less.
2: He just waddles around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't people do that over here? They like. Give babies like whiskey so they stop that's crying for their or something. Yeah. They put it in their teeth. Yeah. Uh, te- that, that's yeah. cool. that's yeah. cool. Socially,
5: okay, that's acceptable. Cool. Socially yeah. acceptable.
1: Yeah. It's not yeah. like they're yeah.
5: giving them a shot. This is yeah. It's <laughs> Osmohall.
1: Not, <like they're laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Start laughs> not that eating, I know. You don't want to keep this in your
2: mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> just like rip, it, rip it, kid. Rip yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> like, do not hold this in your mouth. Like, this is not going to be great for you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> is that necessary? I mean,
2: when kids are like teeth, it
0: doesn't hurt.
2: Like sure. scientifically uh, I mean,
4: I approved?
0: No, the to. FDA was not like, yeah, do that. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> it is known to help. We I mean, like, we're, we're not going <laughs> to tell yeah, you dude. not to do it?
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: If the FDA was more American, they'd be like, yeah, give them two shots.
3: Fuck like, it, <laughs> put them to bed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it up, dude. <laughs> put them to bed. You take one, too. <laughs>
0: Around. It's like bonding mother and tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Families who drink
5: together
3: are closest.
4: I was, I was just,
0: <laughs> and that's I was, why I'm
5: so close to my parents.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a bonding experience. It's true. For sure. All right. So how do you feel about each other's cultures? Like I, I know, for example, I've talked to people on the US side, and I know many of you feel like and I don't I don't mean to bring the whole tone of the podcast down a bunch. But like a but bit guilty, right? Since me- Mexican culture is kind of like we learn English uh, at at least some age. Like it- it's taught to us. I know I-, I live with English like since I was a boy, a tiny little boy. I, I learned English by playing Pokemon and watching Harry Potter films. And just like, nice. like <laughs> forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was just my thing. And I, I also went to a bilingual school. So like they... they Beat English into me, and I feel like that's that may be close to your experience as well. Video games and movies, and just music and practicing and stuff. But you guys don't know that much Spanish, so how do you feel about that? And how do you feel about that? Can we start with the U.S. team, please? Yeah, The Veda, <laughs> the Veda team.
2: I just realized the whole like beer story was being recorded, and I'm really excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I,
3: I, yeah, I, I was
2: recording I,
0: it I because I was like, it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just say it to you. I'm so I stoked i <laughs> so look into American culture. <laughs> <laughs> I know, on like, um, like, um, for me, it's like it is, I feel guilty and embarrassed not being bilingual and like not being able to especially because my family is from Mexico and like Mm. last name's Ortiz like I look brown people always ask me like will assume I speak Spanish and just start talking to me in Spanish and I hate that I can't respond especially now that a majority of the butcher shop employees you know speak Spanish so I kind of hate that also like this like I don't know, guilt of America that we are the ones who are like, speak English. And like, people speaking another language is always met with this, like, go back to where you came from kind of mentality. Like, mm-hmm. I carry that guilt around, even though that's not at all my viewpoint. So, like, I mean, I love working with y'all, but it is like a constant source of like disappointment in myself, a little bit of guilt, a little bit of embarrassment not being able to communicate with you in the language that is your first language. Mm-hmm. Also, just always feel bad that I, like, I feel like you're coming to meet me. Like, I can't even meet you halfway kind of a right. thing. I would rather we could, like, I was talking with, about this with you a minute ago, her brother right. with, like, not even be able to speak Spanglish a little bit and, like, meet each other in the middle. So I'm working on that. That's Trying cool. to learn Spanish. Going very slowly.
2: But, yeah. Yeah, same here. Like, my perception of, like, how I'm viewing Mexican culture is, like, being really disappointed and oh, you're disappointed. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> embarrassed, embarrassed of like Thank you. the way,
3: <laughs> 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 the, like, the way
2: Americans view Mexico, like, yeah. that like they're like, and especially within the last like six years, kind of like all the rhetoric behind like Mexico, Mexicans. I'm just like very, like, generally embarrassed to be American, like, often. Mm. And so, I think like my whole perception of, you know that meeting halfway and everything is something that I really want to do because I, again, like, I hate, 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 hate feeling like people are coming to me. Like, Mm. I want to be able to, like, really immerse myself, like, and the anxiety that I carry around is, like, that people see me as American, like, as a fucking gringo. and, (laughs) And, like, the reality is that, like, that's true. Like, I can't meet halfway. I can't speak Spanish. And, like, that there are preconceived notions of, like, who We are, and like my goal is to like make sure that like when I'm coming forward that I'm showing like the utmost respect and that like I really do love being here and that I am like trying to make
1: up for the what, the, the rest entire of country, country yeah.
0: just like apologizing for our country at large all the time
1: <laughs> Mexican team, how do you feel about that
0: I don't
5: know it's it's weird to hear this, and I think it's a little sentimental to to hear all of this, but I think I don't know if I speak for all of us, but I really feel flattered that you want to learn Spanish because it's not something that you need to do. But for example, for us, they teach us that if you want to be someone in life, like if you want to have a good job, you have to speak English and you have to learn English. And I think for all of us, we first learn to understand English and then to speak it. And for me, it was I understood English Perfectly from a very young age, but I was really shy to speak it because I have an accent, because I don't speak it perfectly. So it took me to leave a board to actually speak it because I didn't have another option. But not a lot of people have that opportunity and they have to. (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Like we sometimes feel shy because we don't speak it perfectly and because of our accent, and it's I don't know. It's two completely different perspectives.
1: Also, I don't even think it's because of you guys, by the way. No, not, You two were not involved in like making America what it is. That no, was, yeah. That's yeah. not what I mean. I but,
0: would like to yes, what I that on the record. That was not us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like the whole um, Pilgrim thing. No, no, not know. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. But I, uh, what I mean is I saw a meme the other day that said that English is like Microsoft Windows. It's, like, it's, it's not for anyone right now. It's just been used for so much yeah. for so long and it's just supported widely so we, we, we have to use it so i don't think it's any, any more like an american centric thing it's just you guys make all the movies so like we, we, <laughs> if you want to watch the movies <laughs> if you want to watch the movies you gotta speak english right if you want to watch you gotta watch the simpsons yeah. gotta speak some english because it, it's in that right um, so like r- I think knowing English is just useful. If you're gonna if you're gonna t- talk to someone from India, they're gonna know English, and from Pakistan yeah. and and like China and Japan, they're gonna know English. I think it's more of a, a worldwide thing, right?
2: But I actually I hate that. Why do you because, hate that? Because I don't get to have the same opportunity of like going deep into a different culture, like yeah. like well, moving like- moving to Thailand. Like people will like there will be people who speak English, right? And like so I can kind of like you survive. To, like I can survive. Yeah, but like. Part of me wants to just, like, deep dive and immerse myself. The only place I've experienced that is in China, like, where people, like, uh, in mainland China, uh, where people just didn't know and I really had to, like, yeah, I had to do it. And it was, I, I loved that feeling. And so that's why I'm, like, pushing myself now to start learning Spanish. That's cool, though.
0: And I mean, it's also like the, the American X, ex- like there is no expectation that we should learn a second language, okay. you know, yeah. like, because we already speak the language the world speaks, yeah. which that's what's bothers me mm-hmm. is like the fact that there is no like requirement to learn another en- language. There is no like push for anyone really to learn another language. If you already speak English, like mm-hmm. that's what bothers me. Like we should, if the world is forced to speak English, like we should also then learn how to speak to the world, you know? Yeah. In a different language.
1: Esperanto. Well, that's the language of... Well, sorry, that was a joke that did not track. That <laughs> um, did, did not track. That happens when you put quantity over quality. Um, Memo, how do you feel about the whole thing?
4: I mean, for us, it's normal. To just like try to reach out to them and speaking yeah. English. But I mean, I see what they're saying. I mean, I don't really have like a strong opinion on that. I mean, I'm Absolutely. glad that they're like trying hard and understand our position. I mean, and as long as they don't, like, men make fun of our accents and just, like, try to understand what we were saying, I'm just cool with it. Just I cool think with it. I feel yeah. like,
5: that's something that it's on our mind, but they don't care about that. They don't care about our accent. And yeah, And I learned totally. that, like, very late in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, just trying to not have an accent and fuck trying yeah. to speak it perfectly. And then I was, like, they don't care
0: about that. We don't speak it perfectly, so. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. We just
2: say fuck a lot.
3: <laughs>
1: you just like, say That's your accent yeah. That's the American accent Life hack. <laughs> <laughs> it's <Yeah>. also
3: <laughs> You speak just, English just perfectly
1: Just
2: say fuck just, a lot I mean it's funny Like in America Accents are like Coveted right yeah. Yeah. Like, like my roommate He wants like A southern belle girlfriend So bad like he wants someone with like the, the like the full yah, yeah. like. the full yah. He, he like keeps Is showing me thing? this TikTok of this girl,
3: oh. of this girl,
2: and she's like saying anime names, and she says like Naruto. And
3: he's, like, he's, like, he's like,
2: I want her so bad. Is <laughs> oh that yeah. something he puts something
3: to profile.
2: Looking. <laughs> Looking for Southern Bell. <laughs> <laughs> thick accents only. But no, like, like that's the reality. Like, like it's funny. Like, in America, people like having an accent is considered hot. Right. Like mm-hmm. British accents. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess the only one that's not really considered like hot is like a thick Irish accent. Is that not mm.
0: considered hot? I would. I I disagree. no offense, babe. Okay. <laughs> Beg to differ. Beg to differ. Like a
2: yeah. like a thick. Irish is I mean, hot. it's
0: harder to understand, but not life. unattractive in any way <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's what I'm saying like an accent's universally like like I, I don't think it should be anything of sh- like to be ashamed of I feel like I'm just I'm normal white guy with
3: <laughs> no accent Like no, no, d- like, no, no, no accent kind of, like, yeah
1: <laughs> plain people in California are just like plain English no like no I
2: mean California is like considered like a different dialect I mean, than, yeah. than oh, okay. like
1: southern than. if you East went coast. to the
0: south you would have an accent I mean, yeah, of course, Texas
2: and... and, Well, like, it's just just perception, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I I don't think the West has any kind of accent, but But, I mean, compared to the rest of the country.
2: Like, everyone says that we were like, brah. Uh, Oh, yeah, because there's the,
1: the, yeah, the the Californian is like, uh, totally. Surfer bros, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Wicked, wicked, wicked.
1: Yeah. (laughs) What would be your ideal accent if you could choose to have one?
0: British every day, all day.
1: Oh, that's a know. deep question. People yeah. are thinking about
5: this. That is like like an accent in English. Oh yeah, but because, like, because I love my northern accent in yeah, Spanish. Or Mexico northern yeah. accent is
2: cool. Yeah, yeah, I wish I had like a Ooh, like, French English accent. Like 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 if I learned English in like uh, either can, France or like
1: in. Can you take Toronto. me to the hotel? Is that what you? mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. hot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Monsieur, monsieur hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right right Man, well, do you have a, you want an accent Are you good I haven't think of that So I don't have it You're good Alright I'm good Off yeah. the cuff most yeah. happy
3: where he's that
1: I, I can't oh. complain yeah, okay. That's cool You're cool your Mexican accent I think Mexican accents look cool Yeah I would, I would totally have a British one though If I could be in a Harry Potter movie That would be
5: tremendous Oh yes Oh sir
1: Please <laughs> Sperm, eh? You know
4: what I mean? Yeah.
5: not try to do
4: <laughs> I'd love to be in one of those movies.
1: Can you not bother me, bruv? You know what I mean? bro? It's just, it's just so bruv. thick and cool. Oh, man, that's cool. So, I mean, just to add to the, converse, the previous conversation, I also had that conversation with Claire, I think, in which she said, like, I just kind of feel so guilty that I can't, like, talk to you in, in your language. And I think Mexicans, we don't really, like vice yeah. versa from the accent thing, we don't really care. I
5: know. It's like we're, we're
1: I know. happy to be able to talk to you in any language at all because if Fuck not, yeah, that would yeah. be fucking yeah. pain. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> because, for example, before you guys bought us, um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like we used me. to work
1: ex- almost exclusively with, with, with American clients, right? So it used to be, it is a, like something they ask for you when you join this job. It's like that you speak English as fully as you can so you can communicate with them because that's our business model our business model is working for American clients so so since you guys merged with us it's been kind of fun because now we get to use it in a social setting and not just like a business setting we can we can finally use the English we've learned for something (laughs) other than watching movies or just telling people to turn their microphone microphones off (laughs) in Zoom or whatever (laughs) So, so, yeah, that's, I think that's how we feel. I think we're going to call it a day with that. I thank you very much for being in the show, the new show. This is a new show. So, uh, what's it pilot. called? It's <laughs> that's definitely called. Well, oh, that's a good question. It's called uh, Joining Hands. I don't know what it's called, man. <laughs> I, I, I talked to Dania, though, and she said it's a good name. So, we might hey. just keep that name. I was in the spirit of joining hands, I was planning on just putting it to a vote for everybody in the company so they can choose because my plan is to have like different people like come on the podcast and stuff so i think it should be a company-wide i'm all about company-wide decisions you guys know that (laughs) democratic Democratic decisions i just love democratic decisions because (laughs) denise and i can make a decision to save our lives We cannot make it up to everyone else. Yes. Yeah, whenever <laughs> this is just like a, like a social tidbit. But whenever we go out to eat with somebody that isn't just the two of us, we'll be like, you choose where we're gonna go. Yes, <laughs> we want like, no involvement in where we're like going to there go. If there's
5: someone else coming with us, it's like the best day ever Fucking because we don't have to make a decision. Where
1: do you wanna go? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about this place. Cool, that's where we're going. <laughs> okay, so thank you very much, uh, all of you, for coming to the show. I hope you had a good time any parting thoughts about you know bridging gaps and uh, what do you hope to achieve next are you happy about this not only the show but working together with each other any parting?
3: happy. yeah of I'm course so excited.
1: there you go that's cool thank you
3: <laughs> <We> <laughs> that was cool like
1: because you all talked at the time. same time so that, was, that was a great Sonic Sonic bite so thank you very much my name is Alberto Moreno and we'll see you in the next holding hands Was that? joining hands <laughs>
5: Joining like, hands. hands well, join, just make let's hold Just something rhyme. hands.
1: Let's hold hands together next time. Thank you very much. What? A good day <laughs> to all of you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This was Layover Talks, a Butcher Shop Company production. See you next time.